You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, Sixers fans, welcome to a new episode of Sixers in Six. This is a quick beat reporter style podcast getting you up to date on the latest involving the 76ers, and the news, I got to say right now, not good. Tim Bontemps of ESPN saying Joel Embiid will miss tomorrow's game against the Nets. He's dealing with a left mid-foot sprain, assuming that happened against the Timberwolves when he fell over on Saturday, also out for Friday against the Hornets. That means no Embiid, no Harden, no Maxi for Ben Simmons' return. Everybody had this game circled on the calendar when the schedule was released, because, hey, this is the first time, I mean, obviously Ben was back in Philly last year when he came with the, with the Nets after the trade, didn't end up playing, but still heard it, his fair share from, from the crowd. But I think everybody was looking forward to this one, and it sucks, because the Sixers are cursed at this point with the injuries. You got Maxi out with a foot injury, you got Harden out with a foot injury, you got Embiid out with a foot, foot injury. It's only a couple of games, but this has not been a great start. For the Sixers, I think people wanted to. And we talked about this on the podcast network. I said, hey, you know what? It's going to take 10 games. They're going to figure it out. But now we're at game 16. You're without your second and third best players, whatever order you have them in, with Harden and Maxi. Uh, Sixers are sitting at 8-8. Eight and eight. Now you're going to be without Embiid. And I don't know how Philly's going to handle this in terms of bringing in extra guys. They're basically going to be rolling with, what, eight or nine guys tomorrow. Uh, the starting lineup should be a shell of what it is, obviously missing the big three. But, man, for Joel, this is tough. Again, not season-ending, not anything long-term. That's the good news. He's still one of the best players in the NBA. He's tied for second in scoring at 32.3 points, along with Stephen Curry, just behind Luka Doncic. But you're looking at this from, from that perspective. Like, how many things can this team go through, right, in this franchise? It just feels like it's just one gut punch after another. And, again, there's very few times especially when you're in November that people want to see a regular season game you know what I mean like obviously when the Sixers are playing the Celtics the Sixers are playing the Bucks those are games you get up for you want to see those but you know looking at this as a you know late November game we're going to be on on the 22nd uh tomorrow on Tuesday when this game is scheduled for but again this was just something everybody wanted to see you wanted to see the animosity of the fans. You wanted to see how Ben Simmons was treated and you wanted to see a good game. Obviously you got side things to that as well. You got the Kevin Durant, Joel Embiid dynamic. Remember last year where Embiid's like, go home, go home, telling KD, you know, during that game that they were going back and forth. So this is one of those games that's unfortunate that, Hey, we're not going to see the best of the best on the court for this one. We're not going to see uh, how Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons interact on the court. You know, if they shake hands in the beginning, all these little, things that you're looking for. The good news, though, hopefully by this time, Harden, Embiid, and Maxi, everybody is healthy, is that the Nets will be coming on January the 25th. 
Uh, that's an ESPN game. It's a Wednesday. So, again, hopefully both teams are fully healthy for that one and we get to see Ben Simmons play against the Sixers team that should be at its best. But, again, I'm still looking forward to what happens at the center. I think the fans are going to let Ben have it, even though Brooklyn should likely win this game by 10 or more. Again, just given the, the state of the Sixers roster and, and knowing who's going to be on the court and available tomorrow, you're likely looking at, what, P.J. Tucker, Tobias Harris, if his hip is okay, no assurances there, De'Anthony Melton, Shake Milton, George Niang, Paul Reed. Uh, again, it, it's a, basically a lower-end NBA team if you're looking at, at, the, at the talent for the next two. But there's like little trickle-down to effects to all this stuff that's happening with the Sixers, right, with, with the injuries. Because if you look at this, Doc's buying himself some time, right? And I'm sure he wouldn't have it this way. He'd rather have all his big guns. But this is, gives him a leg to stand on in terms of let's just assume the Sixers lose the next two. And I'm not saying that's going to happen. But let's assume that they do. They're sitting at 8-10. and 8-10 and 10 at the 18-game mark. And again, you've missed Harden now for a couple of weeks. He's likely going to miss at least two more. Uh, Maxi hoping is back within you know three weeks here, four weeks here. So this is also giving Doc time because he has a built-in excuse that, hey, we don't have our guys. We are likely going to be struggling in terms of putting together wins. And, and again, when Embiid is back, We've seen how hard it is for the team to manufacture offense if he's not going. So this is going to be a struggle for the next little while. And I just wonder at what point do you look at this and say, okay, this is bad luck. Obviously, we can talk about the the history of, of what's happened with, with the Sixers over the, over the last while. Um, you know, since the process years before then that, again, just not having the luck. But you're looking at this and thinking, how long does this, can you let this go? You got back-to-back games against Orlando coming up later on in the week, which, again, should be wins, given the fact that the Magic aren't very good. You have Atlanta early next week, and then you got a, a bit of a tough two-game road swing there before taking on Houston on December the 5th, which is a Monday. Then you got Cleveland and Memphis. So, like, what's the record going to be at, at 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 the 30-game mark? You know, if this team's sitting at something like 12 and 18, 13 and 17, does Daryl Morey pull the trigger? And I think that's what people are going to be keeping their eye on. That's what people are going to be focused on, and rightfully so. Because the longer that this team fails to live up to its expectations, the more the pressure is going to turn up on Doc. So, again, he's got a bit of leeway now because you're obviously missing your three best players. Very difficult to win in that situation. But this team has the horses. This team has the talent. This team has the makeup to be able to make some noise come time for May, April and May, which is when the playoffs are on. So, again, shitty luck. Let's just call it what it is. We're not going to be able to see Embiid play tomorrow against Brooklyn, but this is what it is. Uh, Dave and Adia are going to be back. They'll be doing more of a deep dive for this one. The Out of Sight podcast is coming up later on Monday. Uh, Jackson, Frank, and I will be on the post game on Tuesday. Again, not expecting a whole lot on the court, but we will definitely discuss Ben Simmons' return, the highlights, the lowlights, everything of the evening. So we'll have you covered on the Liberty Ballers Podcast Network. 